quick warning, this episode edits in some sound effects of emergency siren sounds. So just thought I should give you that warning. Have a good one. Our story begins where our story began. In a city called Boulder City, Nevada. A little way away from the Hoover Dam. City population 16,000 built around a military base and its top secret scientific discovery, a phenomenon known as the loop. We don't care about 16,000 people. We care about three. Three teenagers, the oldest of which is Leo Stigson, once a rising football star. Leo is the son of the current mayor and has experienced a bit of tragedy in his life. Or his father died in an accident at said military base. And after some time, his mother remarried. Married Dutch Logan and brought our next teen into the picture. Noella Logan, the youngest of the group. The D&D fan. These kids aren't alone for our third player is Jade McCants. Their cousin who lives just a few blocks over. Lives with her grandmother and her mother, making their way through a regular day, as regular as you can get in a high-tech, slightly sci-fi town full of robots. (laughs) Everything changed about a year ago when two ancient witches showed up with a purpose. One purpose was to recover a stolen ancient artifact, and the other was to punish the town for doing a lot of bad things by turning all the men into dogs. For whatever reason, the three teens had a problem with this. I suppose those reasons are obvious. (laughs) And they decided to strike a deal with these witches. The witches could keep the artifact. They would turn all of the dogs back into people. And Jade would join them for a year, traveling the world and seeing what exactly they do. And so she did. She left and has traveled the world. She has been forced to learn Greek because the sisters refuse to speak anything else, especially if they want to keep secrets. And Jane has been able to see some of the most beautiful things that the world has had to offer, but also some of the most horrible things that people can do to each other. The sisters tend to only go where they're needed. And when they're needed, things have gone really bad. Life back in Boulder continued just fine for the most part. After the little witch incident, things just calmed down, went back to as normal as Boulder gets. A year passed, the summer came. They all got to meet up again at a great gaming convention and see each other. And in that time, a couple of things happened in the world. One, a brand new book hit the bestseller list and went flying, flying off the shelves written by a mysterious author called D.S. Lancaster. The book was Ultimate p- Random Encounters books. <laughs> <laughs> the book was named A New Witch in Town. Nobody knows who D.S. Lancaster is, except, of course, for Leo and Noella, because they both know D.S. Lancaster as their dad. But that's a secret from the rest of the world. But as a benefit, it's brought a bunch of extra money into the house, and things have gotten a lot more comfortable. Mayor Susan and her sister Sandra have spent the last year attempting to reconcile their differences with most success. 
Mayor Susan is still as headstrong as she always has been. But at least they're talking. And the family is growing closer together. Leo, I have a question Mm -hmm. for you. That was great, Uh, Greg. Yeah, thanks. Uh, What's up? How well do you... I, I'm not committing to a voice for Leo right now right. until I know more information. Uh, so this isn't really Leo. This is just Logan responding for Leo. Uh, I'm his secretary. So, <laughs> How much do you remember of your dad? Um, wh- when was the accident? When do you think it was? Were you pretty young? Were you... I mean, I was pretty young when the last season started. So but, I mean, you were 15 when the last season started. That's pretty young. Yeah, I mean, so... <laughs> but I mean, were you like... Toddler, were you? There's a difference between being three and being thirteen, right? Yeah. Um, I I think I was past toddler. I, I, let's say I was like maybe I was five. Let's okay. Say, let's say I'm five. I was five. So you probably have a handful of memories, but they're from a time where you're young enough that they're hazy. Yeah. All right. It's about five days before the big day. Jade gets to come home after a year. And you have been talking on the phone nonstop in anxious anticipation of Jade finally coming home. School has been in session for a couple of weeks. Jade has special permission since Jade has been technically on a science trip for a (laughs) year to miss the first two weeks of school. And you are all eager to see each other again. The sisters are a bit morose. They enjoyed having Jade around, although at least one of them isn't so great at showing that. And Leo, you're having a typical evening of tossing in your sleep. It is part nerves, part excitement, part school back in session. And as you're lying with your eyes closed, just praying sleep will come you become aware of a strange blue glow filling your bedroom. Huh. As you sit up and look, you can see a person sitting in the middle of the room, but they're not a person and they're sitting on nothing. They look like they're sitting But there's nothing there. They're just hovering in the air. And then slowly this figure turns around and that deep memory hits you. And you are face to face with your father. Oh, man. (laughs) So I do have to figure out a voice for him because he's got to say, Dad? Still Still not committed to this, but Dad? The figure looks at you and doesn't respond. It jumps to its feet, and you see this look of sheer panic. Its face? His face? You're not even sure what this is. And then this figure's mouth open, and for a half a second, nothing happens. And then you hear a horrible voice scream, Run! And then it disappears. Fuck. <laughs> Leo doesn't get any sleep that night. What do you do? I, like, from what? 
What? I need more details. You just want me to run? He starts running in place. Noel, <laughs> you can definitely hear uh, Leo up and running. Oh, no. Is he sleepwalking again? <laughs> uh, Noel uh, gets up, and it's it, you, it's the middle of the night, right? Yeah, you it, said? When you look at the clock, you see that it is midnight. <sighs> it's like Noella knows that mom and dad both have like early days of that they have to get up for for work in the morning or whatever. So Noella's like, fine, I'll deal with it. And she <laughs> goes over to Leo's room and presumably sees like the <laughs> the light seeping out from beneath the doorway. Uh, the light is gone. Oh, okay. I would have made a joke about like I didn't know Leo was going to raves now. He left all these glow sticks out. Um, <laughs> Noella just knocks on the door. Leo? What? You okay? She comes in. Are you okay? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so convincing. Okay, I think you were sleeping. Was I? Sleepwalking, at least. Wasn't as weird as the time that you stood on the bed and started singing the national anthem, but I mean, you were marching, so like maybe it was related. Huh. Anyway, go back to bed. Okay. I think Leo is just tired enough to just sort of like brush all of that off. As you are moving towards your bed and Noella, as you are moving back, you both hear far off something that sounds like a gunshot. Did you hear that? Uh, yeah, sound like a gunshot. Um, out here? Yeah, maybe a hunter or something. I don't know. It's not season. Yeah, it'd be pretty messed up. It's also the middle of the night. Let me go ask my ham radio friends if they heard anything. <laughs> uh, as as you're discussing, uh, you hear your mom's pager go off and both your parents wake up you see her step out of the bedroom in a robe and go down to uh, the kitchen where the phone is and she grabs the phone and starts punching in a bunch of numbers Noel, uh, do I assume like our bedrooms are like upstairs yeah. versus where yeah yeah then I think in that case Noella is like sitting somewhere where she can like eavesdrop on whatever conversation her mom is about to have but she's out of sight. Yep. You hear uh, your mom say, oh my god. No. Now. Hit them now. And when she says that two seconds later, sirens start filling the town. You've heard air raid sirens. They've tested them. This isn't a test. She hits the phone uh, down hard and looks and starts coming upstairs. Uh, yeah, I make eye contact with Leo and then I just shuffle right back into my Kids, room and under the covers. Get it's emergency time. Get your suitcases. We have to go now. Leo just doesn't like he yep, just had so a does Noella. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, she runs down uh, and uh, grabs her stuff and quickly dresses, and you can see your dad quickly dressing and his, he comes out like okay kids uh hurry up get in the car uh we uh we we uh we're gonna go to the um okay so we are gonna go to the designated zone and your mom goes yep you know where to go just 
get them there. Uh, and he hustles you out to the uh, the van. And, Wait, and mom's not coming? Uh, and she goes over to her car. All right, I, I w- kids, I will meet you there. I have to, I have to go. I have to go meet with. I, j- I have to go. I will meet you there. I promise. Where's there? Where are we going? Get, you're gonna you're gonna go to the evacuation point and you're gonna wait there until we know exactly what's happening. What is happening? What is, what is happening? I, I don't I don't know. I will let you know as soon as I know. But we ha- we just can't. We don't have time. You have to go. Hey, Dutch, go. And he jumps in the car and starts it. And then she climbs in hers and starts hers. Uh, you see her drive towards town as you back out and drive away. And as you two are watching her off in the distance, you see those giant firefighter robots that you see charging towards the military base. And then both of you are confused because you swear that the military base is floating and coming towards town. When suddenly all of the lights in town go out and everything's bathed in darkness and you peel over a hill and can no longer see the city. Jade, it's 10 a.m. in Greece. You've had a lovely breakfast. You are left alone to do your studies as usual because they expect you to do things like this while they are planning. Where where do you normally study in their mansion? Do you go back to your room? Do you pick Mm, a library? I imagine it's one of those that has the like interior courtyard kind of deal, and I do it there. Okay. Uh, as you're studying and reading in a book, you see Penelope come in. She has a look on her face that scares you. I've seen that look before. And she looks at you and says, before I say anything, you need to understand everybody in your family is safe. What? <laughs> That's the worst way to start any conversation. What? <laughs> The city you lived in isn't a city anymore. It's um, gone. There was an attack or an incident. We don't know. I do know everybody in your family is safe, and I want you to be assured of that. Okay. Thank you. What the fuck? (laughs) Are we going now? We are going to get, oh, and she turns around and starts picking up things. We're going to go, this is complex. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, excuse me. This is what you do. This, this is the entire what you do. I, I can't think of a worse problem that needs solving than my entire town is gone. We need to get you to the American Embassy. The Amer... You... Get me to my family. We can't. Okay, that's... 
Not a thing I've heard before. Does not compute. One more time. We can't. As in, more descriptions. As in, we are unable to make a connection to where that was. And if we just show up, Jade, this is, come, 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 come follow me. I follow. And she runs into the, in the house. And you see Christina has actually plugged in a TV <laughs> for the first time you've ever seen uh. and watching the news. Uh, and you see on the news that the Hoover Dam has been destroyed by terrorists and casualties of military personnel from Boulder City, the near the closest city, are uncountable at this point. They don't know the devastation. And they are showing overhead shots, and there is nothing left of the town. It is all water and rubble. I think when Penelope and I walk in, um, Christina just hands me a tissue box. She's not crying. Penelope's not crying. Mm-hmm. But we've been together for a year. They give me a tissue box and we watch the news in horror. Christina looks at you. This is delicate. We need to do this right and we cannot make a connection. So we are going to get you home fast, but we need to use the embassy. I have to travel like on a plane or something? Like yes, normal? Like normal and proper. We cannot just show up, not when they believe if this is a terrorist attack. We cannot do that to you. You must enter the country cleanly. That makes sense, but it is also the worst. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Once they think you're ready and you can gather your things, uh, they take you to the embassy. Great. And it is... Unreal to be in a group of people that are very concerned about what happened at home, but it's so far away that they don't take it necessarily mm-hmm. as personally as you think they should. Um, but they do work quickly, and within four hours, you are on a flight home. Days have passed. You have all returned. You are all together at the military encampment, the temporary encampment they've built for everybody who was in Boulder City. Well, everybody who survived. You are all reunited. Before, through happenstance and circumstance, you are all divided again. Your mom, the mayor, is on a mission to rebuild Boulder City and to make sure something like this never happens again. And so Leo and Noella are shipped off with their family to Washington, D.C. to follow your mom as she takes on the government. Hmm. And unfortunately, Jade and her family are sent to Reno where temporary housing has been built until Boulder City can be reestablished. The good thing for Jade is that at least you're near your dad, but it's awkward and weird and the housing is terrible. And after the year that you had, you feel like you've been punished for having the best time of your life. Leo and Noelle, you are juggled around and have tutors and are in the spotlight and you're on TV as your mother makes demands and fights Congress and makes 
laws and things get passed and the military promises that within the year, Boulder City will be back and better than ever. And so another year passes. And now Leo is 17, Jade is 16, and Noella is 15. And today is the day that you all finally return to a newly rebuilt, freshly open, new Boulder City, Nevada. Welcome to Things from the Flood. Right, friends. So character creation is going to be a little bit different because you are existing kids and you just had a year of wild things. Trauma. So you get to pick you get to pick your actual type. And I will tell you what the, the types of character are and see what strikes you. First is the hacker. Next is the jock. We have the lone wolf, the motorhead, the party animal, the raver. The rocker, the seeker of mystics, the <laughs> snob, or the street kid. I want to say raver because that would be the funniest thing, but no. <laughs> uh, I think as soon as Leo knew that there was magic in the world, he chased it down. So I'm that one, the magic one. Seeker? Yeah. All right. Unless uh, unless well, it makes, I mean, it totally makes sense for. I was going to say, that Jay. sounds like. Jay yeah, I was going to ask you to say what the. Um... Seeker was one more time. Seeker is they they are the occult. They like way into the occult. Like they believe magic is real, except you know it is real. Right. Yeah. Um and yeah, it almost feels like like to to me that reads as like Leo's trying for this thing that in a in a bunch of ways doesn't work, and you're over there doing the real stuff, which is still like still hits leo's character you know to me Mm -hmm. i don't know yeah no i mean because i think there's an argument that lone wolf could work for her so lone wolf is just kind of the good at sneaking and yeah they're Mm. they are sneak comprehend and empathize so i mean i think that's good for jade and i could be snob i mean i was waffling between lone wolf and snob no i think I could do Snob, and then you could do Lone Wolf, and then Leo would be Seeker. Yeah, I, I mean... Snob is just... It's an interesting place for all the characters to have gone. Yeah. I don't know. Snob doesn't feel like a good thing to be, though. <laughs> it's kind of... It, it but I mean, fits. Noelle's kind of a stinker. <laughs> yeah, Noelle yeah. Like, was the <laughs> yeah. like, leader of the group and sort of bullied her friends. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I'll do, I'll do Snob. You then. do the Snob, I'll do the <laughs> right. Lone Wolf. All right, so Snob's key skills are Charm, Contact, and Comprehend. Okay. Uh, Lone Wolf's key skills are Sneak, Comprehend, and Empathize. 
Um, and how? Where are keys? Yeah, how do we mark key? Uh, just just note them. I'm just I'm just putting a plus sign in those because what uh, Greg said is yeah. those are the only ones that we in this character creation thing we will be able to raise higher than one. Yeah, so uh, okay. we'll fi- we'll have a real number for them later, but we just need to know now to know which yeah. ones we can raise. Okay. And the seeker is investigate, empathize, and lead. Okay. All right, so you have your name, you have your age. Uh, so for your attributes, you can distribute 14 points amongst those four. Did you say I was 17 now? It was only two yeah, years? Okay. 17. And quick note to the listeners, as Greg pointed out in very good terms, uh, the first season took place in the 80s as a concept, and yeah, this season will this take season place in the 90s, 90s as, concept. as a concept. So, so when we talk about things like... You know, a Moby album from '98 or whatever. That's fine. <laughs> it's like the op- It's like the opposite of Marvel. How right. supposedly in continuity, Peter Parker was in high school, quote about five years ago or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? When really it was like thirty years ago. This is the opposite of that. Time just moves a little faster yeah. here. Uh, so for y'all, your attributes, you get to divide fourteen points amongst those four. And you get to divide 10 points amongst your skills. So you can do that whenever you wish. But let's do okay. some randomness. Who wants to find out what their favorite song from the 90s is? Logan does. This is going to inform so much. Are you kidding? Yes. All right. Randomize between 1 and 113. Who's going first? Is it me? Yeah, you. Yeah, you, yeah. Said, you said it. Okay. I said. <laughs> yeah, I said Logan wanted to go first. Oh. My total is three. Is that actually a roll? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Looks like it. Looks like you got number three. Wow. <laughs> hmm? What's it gonna be, Greg? Scrolling for twenty years to number three. Tupac's changes. Mm. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Who made this list? <laughs> <laughs> the nineties made this list. This was pulled yeah. from friends and. Listeners, oh, cool. everybody else. Uh, all right, and then your iconic 90s item, please roll uh, uh, between 1 and 46. 12. 12. Your iconic item is an electric guitar. Oh. He nice. does not know how to play it. <laughs> <laughs> Mom paid for lessons, and they just didn't take. But you like having it. You display it in your room because yeah. it looks cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, who wants to find out their song next? Me. Between one and one thirteen. I can get the same song. Six. I mean, it's highly doubtful that you will, but I got a low uh, number. <laughs> it would be funny. Like, oh, your favorite is Tupac's Changes, mine too. <laughs> Copycat. <laughs> <laughs> I was into them before. I was into Tupac before you. <laughs> I've been gone for a year. Uh, yours. Is Selena's Como la Flor. Whoa, Selena. I at least know who that is. Uh, and then for your iconic item, uh, between 1 and 46. 35. 35. Uh, so a religious symbol of your choice. Oh. oh. Huh. Ooh, maybe like an artifact you got in Greece, yeah. like some sort of. Although it's maybe bad to be like stealing foreign artifacts. I mean, well, it, it is it very likely to... like they gave you something. <laughs> yeah, right. I guess you that's true because they're from Greece. Yeah, yeah. you just buy it. Um, buy it at... Also, in your notes section, 
for Jade. Uh, you can put in magic one. Okay. So you actually know how to use magic. Uh-huh. Fuck yeah. Uh, and so you mm-hmm. can do weird things, but the the thing is, is you in order for it to ever succeed, you'll need to get two sixes, mm-hmm. and it's based off of your mind. Okay. Um. So, kind of under keep that in mind when you're building your character that you yeah. do have an extra skill that is just starting at one, um, because you're not gonna be able to increase it uh, without spending towards it later. Um. But you can actually do magic, magic. Wait, but. If it's based on my, oh, magic can only go, okay. But my mind yeah. could be like 10 if I want to. Your mind can be, you can be, okay. uh, uh, so your attributes can only be between, between one and five. You can only max, they max out at five. Okay. And remember that that number is how many dice you're rolling. Yep. Yeah. Rather than like a plus whatever. The Minotaur from the first season, who did that yeah. turn out to be? Uh, that was Penelope's son. It's Penelope's son, right? And yep. so, and you presumably spent time with I do. Okay, right. Yeah, you know them. My iconic item is a Minotaur statue. Oh, nice, cool, Ooh. nice, nice, nice. Did the Minotaur actually make it for you? Mm. Like you hang out, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you did. We do hang out. I think we bought it together at a market, but. He didn't make it for me or anything. It was just, but it, we, okay. yeah, we were together when I got it. He was like, hey, look, it's you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Noella, song 113. 37. Airs La Femme d'Argent. <gasps> what? Oh, I don't know it's that. that. It's <laughs> it's just it's just uh, an acoustic song, but it's by Air. Uh, I used to listen to that to fall asleep like all the time. Neat. I'll have to look it up. Uh, and your iconic item, one between one and forty-six. Eleven. A drawing notebook with lots of pens. Hmm. I will say the fact that Noella is into Air is. Like, yeah, you're a snob. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at VREcast or email us at hi at VRE.show. You can check out our website at VRE.show for a listing guide, links to everyone's Twitter, and our shop for some neato merch. You can buy our book at bit.ly slash randombook. The R and the B must be capitalized. And if you have bought our book, first, thank you. And second, you Yay. should consider reviewing it on any of the many book reviewing websites. Yes, please. Yes. yes. Oh, there's a whole other paragraph you so there. Much. I'm sorry. Oh, we'll read that now. <laughs> would, would, would you all like me to finish? Sure. Sure. If you want to help us out, you can rate and review the show or tell a friend about us. If you enjoy what you what if you enjoy what you do, keep doing it. If you enjoy what we do, <laughs> consider backing us on Patreon. We release a bonus show each month along with a bunch of other extras. You can check it out at patreon.com slash VRE. And to all our patrons, thank you for supporting us. Keep doing what you're doing and enjoying it. (laughs) Yeah.
definitely Phoebe judging it. Uh, with like, you the, know what the... podcast you clicked on? We'll do the welcome next time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah, I'm just saying. Like, and I, I respect Phoebe yeah. Judge immensely. Yeah, I, no, I, uh, but she will wait 27 minutes of a 35 <laughs> minute long episode to tell you that you're listening to Criminal. <laughs> you must enter the country cleanly. That makes sense, but it is also the worst. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> at least i don't have to take my shoes off it's not why not, would not 2000 yet so it's fine <laughs> also i didn't want to interrupt because it was so dramatic but the thing i said i had noella say about sleepwalking and singing the national anthem it, i came up with that because apparently that's what my uncle did when my dad <laughs> and my uncle were kids is that he oh. st- he stood up on the bed started marching and started singing the national anthem and then wow. started shouting no 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 <laughs> all in his sleep and then oh, uh my dad was like used to it and like didn't even bother because he it's it was just better if you just didn't wake him up and then the next time in the morning my dad was asking him what he dreamed about and he was like well the nazis were coming and we had to sing the national anthem and chant no loud enough so <laughs> <laughs> <They would leave. laughs> um, I mean, that's just very funny to me. Anyway. <laughs>